Welcome to the Hometown Bluegrass Show weekly podcast presented by Allen Music Shop. Co-hosts Tim Batts and 20-time bluegrass guitar player of the year Josh Williams will talk about the latest bluegrass news, interview folks in the industry, and give you lighthearted stories and music tips along the way. Now, here's Tim and Josh. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome. All right. Everything's good, man. How about you? Doing good, man. Enjoying this beautiful Western Kentucky weather we've been having here lately. Man, it's been nice, hasn't it? I like these days that are like 60 degrees. So I don't think it's going to last. Nah, I don't either, unfortunately. I've but, heard that it's not going to last. Oh, well. That's just part of it, I guess, when you live in uh, good old Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, It'll change. Yep. <laughs> if you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes. That's right. So here we are at Allen Music Shop, downtown Paducah. You've been teaching lessons tonight. Did you have, have some been. good lessons? Had some great lessons. Awesome. Yep. yep, really did good. That's great, man. I could uh, I could hear you downstairs. You guys are picking and a grinning and having a good time. So if you're interested in taking guitar lessons from Josh, uh, call Allen Music Shop here in Paducah, and we'll see if we can get you on the schedule. That's right. So uh, There is room. There is room? There is room. All right. Well, there you heard it right there. So... Uh, you haven't fallen down any stairs lately with any $3,000 Martin guitars, have you? No, no, but I have started bringing my own guitar all the time. <laughs> well, I'd say that's probably good. Good idea. Yeah, just be on the safe side. Yeah. Any word on the uh, on the one that took the fall with you? Is it still in the hospital? You know, I have not heard, but I imagine it's, yeah, it's probably going to be in long-term care for a while. <laughs> it's an intensive care it right is. now. It is. Yeah. It was a Martin Triple O thirty five, I think. Yes, brand I new. That's what so, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's in ICU right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, but uh, glad you're all right, and I'm sure the guitar will be fine as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, it could have been way worse. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love doing this podcast here at Allen Music, and we're so thankful to all our great sponsors, and um, uh, appreciate them helping to keep bluegrass music going. Um, I did something pretty cool last weekend. Um, here downtown Paducah at the Carson Center, saw the Steel Drivers uh, in concert, and um, and then um, a local band from the Paducah area, the Wheelhouse Rousters, a bluegrass mm-hmm. folk mm-hmm. Americana kind of band, opened up for them. So it was real cool to see a hometown group group of guys. And I know you give guitar lessons to um, to one of the band members' sons. And That's right. Yeah. So Sam, Sam uh, actually got up on stage and performed with them, and that was so cool to see. And uh, he did an old Keith Whitley song, and uh, he just did a great job. So Yeah. Well, he's a good little picker, man. Well, he was nervous when he came out, but, I mean, once he got going, he did a great job, and and it was an honor, I'm sure, to get up there and play with his dad on the stage of the oh, Carson yeah. Center in front yeah. of all of those people. So Yeah, and I hear it was a packed house, too. It was. It was almost sold out. Steel Drivers always put on a great show. Man, they do. They uh, they really, uh, really know how to do it, and... And they brought it, and uh, it was a great show, that's for sure. So we should work on getting them in for this. We should, we should. We, you, you got any of them cell phone number? We can get them a oh, call. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> All right, that's what we need to do, man. Definitely. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan. We had a great night at the Kentucky Opry Friday night. Our Jackson purchased Friends of Bluegrass uh, that Josh and I serve on the board together for. We had our Bluegrass night. At the Kentucky Opry, so uh, had a great crowd there too. Great man. crowd had Cutter and Cash uh, and Kentucky Grass, formerly known as Classy and Grassy, uh, performed there. Had almost a full house there. 
um, and you're going to hear them later on in, in this show. Um, we uh, interviewed them on the on the stage at the Kentucky Opry before the performance and uh, got their thoughts on some great uh, hot things going on with them. And uh, so you'll have to stay tuned later in this podcast to hear all about what they've got going on. So they're yeah, a good bunch of guys. I was I was very impressed to hear that they were working with uh, Grand Ole Opry star Jeannie Seeley. That's really cool. Yes, she has kind of seems like taking them under her wing a little and uh and and cutter tells a little bit about that story in the interview and how good how all that comes about and so it's very interesting uh to hear and uh to hear their take on it and what all they've been going through so well they they couldn't have a nicer lady she is just she she's awesome uh when i was working with Rhonda, she and Rhonda are very tight and uh in fact she's the one that invited Rhonda to join the opry so oh really mm-hmm. the night yep. she got inducted yep sure uh, enough that's and cool. uh, uh for years she was you know very vocal about getting Rhonda in there and and stuff and and she's come and done a bunch of stuff with us before you know and i and i imagine she's still doing that you know i do miss uh being on the road with uh with Rhonda and them being able to go out and play all them cool things that we used to do and play with the opry stars and hang out and all that kind of stuff but um uh they're still doing it and doing a great job in fact uh uh i've had a lot of people uh uh get in touch with me over last week's uh show so having having Rhonda on here with us so yeah that's great yeah it was so good to talk to her and interview her on her way to the Grand Ole Opry and um, if you haven't heard that episode that's the one before this one so go back and check that out on the Apple Podcast Spotify or uh, timbats.com or any place you've Listen to your podcast and, and check those out. And please subscribe and share. We appreciate the support, not only from our sponsors, but we got to have you as a listener. That's and, right. Uh, that's, what, uh, that's what matters. So uh, we're just here to help support bluegrass music and uh, hopefully entertain you a little bit along the way. So yeah, That's the best thing about bluegrass music is the people. Yep. The fans. You know, I mean, I, I don't refer to them as fans very often just simply because that's not to me what they are. They're friends. Right. You know, and, and the fact that we are uh, uh, no other genre of music. Can you go to an artist, you know, uh, uh, at any performance and just start talking to them? You yeah. know, you just you can't do that. That's true. I'll tell you something neat that happened to me tonight. I haven't even told you yet. Um I was driving here to actually record this, um, and um, my, I'm in my truck, and my phone rings, and it's a, I can tell it's a Nashville number, 615 area code, and so I thought, well, I'll just answer it, so I answered it on my truck speakers, and I said, uh, hello, and uh, the voice on the other end said, Tim, hey, this is Kyle Kentrell, oh, and I hey. was like, wow, it was so weird because I... I've listened to him on the radio so many years, and like he's come through my radio speaker so you know so long. All of a sudden, he's calling me, and and I was like, "Wow, hey, Kyle!" And so he said he had just heard you know what we were doing promoting bluegrass music, and um, you know just um, uh, thanked me for supporting banjoradio.com and and just wanted to basically just I guess thank thank us for promoting music bluegrass music in western kentucky so that's awesome i know it i was uh, i was really uh, flattered and enjoyed had, had a nice little conversation with him and it was really cool so he's a very nice guy he is he won uh, dj of the year uh, for spigma this year and um so it was, uh, it was an honor to see him do that well deserving and uh 
course, he was on Sirius XM for many years. A lot of people know him from that, but he now has uh, ventured out on his own, uh, an internet radio station called BanjoRadio.com. So if you get a chance to tune into that, uh, please do. And he does great work over there. So he was telling me a little bit about it, and uh, it's really interesting to hear. Yeah. Well, he's great, man. He's great. Super nice guy. Yeah, sure is. So. Well, um, I don't. Any other bluegrass news that you know of that you can think of? Um, I haven't really checked a whole lot out. Um, we uh, a lot of times I'll look on bluegrasstoday.com uh, com and and uh, uh, you know see yes. what all's going on and stuff. But I haven't seen a lot on there. Yeah, we um, get all most all of our news uh, from bluegrasstoday.com, So uh, that's kind of where we keep up with uh, in the know and and all that goes on. Um, there, there is something on there, and I actually saw the band that won the band competition at Spigma. I mm-hmm. saw them when we were there and heard them a little bit, um, and um, they're called Salamore Special. I guess that's how you pronounce it, S-Y-L-A-M-O-R-E. But um, if you get a chance, this is a group of kids, basically. They all look like young teenagers. I mean, this these kids tore it up. <laughs> I, mean, I believe it. I believe it. And uh, so they uh, they won first place in the 2024 Spigma Band Championship and uh, um, and well deserving. I went on YouTube and listened to several of their videos and and uh, these kids are good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, congrats to them. Yeah, I think they're from Arkansas, and I don't know if Salamore is a, is a town in Arkansas or where the name come from, but I'm going to find out. I want to I want to talk more with them, and maybe we can. Get them to play for us at the mm. Kentucky Opry. I believe uh, one of them guys from Arkansas. Mm. That's right. <laughs> we ain't got no gas in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll be dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, a friend of mine, Scott Napier, I will say this. Uh, I, I did see this on uh, bluegrasstoday.com. Um, he has been uh, chosen to be the new head of the bluegrass program at Owensboro Community and Technical College. And I did not realize that they were doing that. Uh, he was out there uh, where uh, in Hyden, Kentucky, up there with uh, uh, which Bobby Osborne was teaching up there. Of course, Hyden is just right. I, uh, the Osborne brothers came from that area, came from Thousand Sticks, I think was the name of the town that they grew up in. Oh, but, uh, okay. But anyway, uh, 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 Scott is a great mandolin player. Was with Larry Sparks for a long time, and uh, he's now uh, uh, apparently gone from uh, from over there in Hyden to uh, to Owensboro, Kentucky. So that's great. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. There's a lot of great singers from that area. I mean, you've got, of course, Owensboro is just the home of um, Bluegrass Hall of Fame and Museum, and but like, I mean, you've got the Everly Brothers are from right there around Central City. And, mm-hmm. and of course, all that's not far from Rosine. And we all know who comes from Rosine, Kentucky. And, that's right. And um, so it's a lot of, uh, must be something in that old coal mine and water up there in, uh, in western Kentucky. So. Well, there's been uh, a lot of uh, famous people from Kentucky, you know, even actors. You know, uh, um, Johnny Depp was born in Owensboro. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's cool. Sure enough, was. a lot of great musicians from Kentucky. And I, mean, I think I think Owensboro still considers itself to be the bluegrass capital of the world. I know they consider themselves to be the barbecue capital of the world still. Yeah, but uh, I'm thinking that maybe, uh, uh, which I know IBMA was there for many years. You yeah, know, and uh, uh, after they moved, there wasn't a whole lot of bluegrass left in the area. Unfortunately, I would love to see. Uh, bluegrass come back to Kentucky. 
Yeah, 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 I would too. I know that I had heard IBMA, you know, um, is moving from Raleigh, um, the world of bluegrass. So I don't know if they've announced whether I haven't heard where they're moving to, but it'd be nice if it was back in Kentucky somewhere. But but yeah, a lot of great singers from um, from the bluegrass state for sure. Of course, Keith Whitley and Ricky Skaggs mm-hmm. and Tom T. Hall and of course Loretta Lynn, the Judds and. Some guy named Chris Stapleton, I think, that's doing a little bit of in the country music world. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear he's a singer. Yeah, he, I hear he might make something. So uh, a lot of great, great artists from Kentucky. So, mm-hmm. and of course, twenty-time bluegrass guitar player of the year, Josh Williams. You know. So. Hey, I had somebody argue with me the other day that I was from Kentucky, and I that, was like, that you weren't from Kentucky. That I was not. Yes, oh. that I, they were trying to tell me that I wasn't, and uh, I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> you are incorrect. They, oh. They basically said, "No, you're from East Missouri." <laughs> so, oh, uh, fighting words there. Yeah, now. no doubt, wrong so, side of the river. Yeah, sorry, Rhonda. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Missouri, but just saying. <laughs> That's right. Well, we've got a great show coming at you uh, today. We really appreciate you being with us. Um, so thankful to our great sponsors for uh, for helping us out, and uh, especially Allen Music Shop. Uh, right here in downtown Paducah, where we record this podcast and uh, surrounded by all these beautiful instruments and um, and um, sound equipment and everything that they sell here. Podcasting so, equipment. Podcasting equipment, that's yeah. right. So uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk just a little bit more and uh, see if we can get Josh to, uh, to uh, pick us a song or educate us on uh, some wealth of knowledge that's filling his head. <laughs> There's a lot going through his head, and we want to get a little bit of it out. Some of the good stuff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be right back right after this. Allen Music, located in historic downtown Paducah, Kentucky, is your source for fine guitars and all types of acoustic instruments. At Allen Music, we are experienced and enthusiastic players of everything we offer. Allen Music is family owned and has been serving musicians since 1976. So stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Allen Music, 215 Kentucky Avenue, downtown Paducah, or check them out online at allenmusicshop.com. The Kentucky Opry provides clean, family, year-round entertainment. Come see one of our great shows, like our free bluegrass and gospel shows each and every month. The Kentucky Opry also brings in big-name comedians and entertainers like Lori Morgan, Shenandoah, the Kentucky Headhunters, Colin Ray, the Malpas Brothers, and many more. Visit them at KentuckyOpry.com or call the box office at 270-527-3869. Unlimited Graphics in LaCenter, Kentucky is a full-service advertising specialty product company specializing in custom printing, screen printing, embroidery, and promotional products. Our job is to make your job easier. For almost 40 years, we have been serving customers all across America and would welcome the opportunity to earn your business no matter where you're located. Visit us online at unlimitedgraphics.com. And remember, promoting your business is our business. Custom Automotive in Calvert City, Kentucky has been a family-operated business for over 50 years. When you call Custom Automotive, you'll talk to an experienced tire and wheel expert. They install wheels and tires on thousands of vehicles every year in addition to their online sales. Stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Custom Automotive, Highway 62, Calvert City, Kentucky, 270-395-7611. Or visit them online at customautoonline.com. 
Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hometown Bluegrass Show. I am Tim Batts, sitting across from... Josh Williams. Oh, man, why you got to be so dramatic? Your name sounded <laughs> way more cool than mine did. You can ask anybody. I'm always dramatic most of the time. <laughs> That's what I... But I've got that low, that, that radio voice. You know I'm, what I mean? I know. <laughs> I've just got this uh, Ballard County redneck voice. So. <laughs> Anyway, maybe that's why I haven't been doing radio on my. When Kyle Cantrell called me earlier, I said, "Man, I." He goes, "How are you enjoying doing the podcast and radio?" I said, "Man, this is fun." I said, "I'm almost fifty five years old. I w- wished I had gotten into this earlier. I don't know why I haven't." He said, "Probably because you would like to eat and pay your bills and all that <laughs> stuff." <laughs> Same so, reason you hadn't joined the bluegrass band. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, a traveling one, a full time yeah. traveling one, right? One that actually pays, and I don't have to pay to play in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, speaking of playing some bluegrass music, I see you've grabbed your uh, guitar there. Yeah, yeah, I got my old bourgeois here in my hand. Your bourgeois, and uh, that sure is a pretty, pretty guitar right there. You know what? I love it. I'm, I'm very proud of it. Well, um, if you want to see pictures of this guitar, um, go to the Hometown Bluegrass Show Facebook page and. Um, and we'll have some pictures of this guitar we took uh, here at Allen Music. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful box, I'm telling you. Beautiful box. So Thank you very much. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Brandon Allen, the owner of Allen Music, has uh, grounded Josh from carrying any other guitars around. <laughs> That's here. not true. That's not true. Although, I grounded myself from it. <laughs> well, oh, I forgot to tell you. Whoa. I'm, this is very impromptu. Um, okay. I play guitar at my church. Last Sunday, we, we got done. Uh, church was over. I walked up on the stage. It was over. I walked to get my guitar and grab my guitar. And there's a little room behind the choir loft where I keep my uh, guitar case and music bag. Mm-hmm. And there's like four little steps down there. Fell down the steps with my Martin HD28. It hit the ground hard. And my fat butt landed right on top of it. Oh. Yeah. You actually landed on the guitar. I landed right off to the side. It hit the ground, and the the capo just, or the um, tuner, I had one of those snark tuners on the Uh headstock. It just shattered the tuner. So I think the tuner is maybe what saved the guitar, really. But it didn't, I can't find anything wrong with it. It still plays okay. I don't see anything, but it... It hurt me. My leg was swelled up. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, scratched up. I'm telling you, man, it does not take much anymore. It, I it is. I missed the bottom step, just I like am, you did. Yes. I, I, I missed I am, the bottom step and went down. I am not resilient as I used to be. I know it. Well, I'm just so thankful to the Lord that I didn't break my guitar and uh, it was just a, just a $15 tuner, so uh, that was a lot better. But You know, my, my left wrist... And my butt pretty much caught my fall. <laughs> and uh, my left wrist, uh, I think what had happened, I thought it was broke because when I got home that night, it was swelled up like real bad. And uh, went to the emergency room. They did some x-rays, but they didn't see a break. So uh, what ended up happening, I think, uh, that following weekend, I got that thing to pop. Of course, the first time it popped, I wanted to just, mm-hmm. you know. Say a few choice words. Oh, man. Just (laughs) like almost to the point where I thought I was going to be sick just for that whole second, you know. And then then I started being able to move it. And then like uh, it popped maybe two or three more times over the course of the weekend. And I I got movement back in it. So I guess, can you 
jam a wrist like you can a finger oh, sure. or anything yeah. like that. So Absolutely. I guess that's kind of what happened. But yeah, I'm sure. Um, my uh, tailbone, however, has not recovered and is does not seem to be getting better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's no fun. Let me tell you, especially when you got to drive a forklift during the day. So, yeah, that's that, always fun. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah. anywho, well, I'm glad you're all right. I'm I was a little sore for a few right. days, and uh, but I, I actually forgot to text you and tell you that. And my knee was all scratched up. My I laid there for a while because I it hurt, and oh, yeah. I'm old and fat. And I, and my wife comes back there, and she's I was just getting up. And she goes, "What are you? What's taking you so long?" <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Well, I just fell and and uh, thought I had broken my three thousand dollar guitar." But mm. anyway, it all worked out. But uh, Speaking of guitars, um, this is the point in the show where uh, we like to have you give us some musical inspiration or a tip or play us a little tune. And um, uh, I know we're here at Allen Music Shop downtown Paducah, which is the confluence of the uh, uh, Tennessee River runs into the Ohio. Yes. Yep, I think Tony Rice had a great song about that, didn't he? Oh, Tony did. Yeah, a lot of people recorded this old song. And uh, uh, just a quick shout out to your wife Rhonda. Um, beware, because he uh, wanted to hear this song. So, um, <laughs> yeah, this is a sweet love song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this one will bring a tear to a glass eye. Let oh, me tell this you. is it's a good bluegrass love song. So listen to the words. <laughs> Folks, if you, uh, uh, if, 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 ladies, if you have a uh, bluegrass playing boyfriend and uh, if he asks you to marry him, say yes. Um, you can always fix it later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just ask my two ex wives. <laughs> anyway, this is called The Banks of the Old, of the Ohio. Yes. to walk a little way As we walked along we talked All about our wedding day Only say that you'll be mine In our home we'll happy be Down beside where the waters flow On the banks of the Ohio Took her by her lily white hand and drug her down that beach of sand. There I threw her in the drown. I watched her as 
she floated down Only say that you be mine In our home we'll happy be Down beside where the waters flow On the banks of the Ohio Turn home between twelve and one, thinking what a deed I'd done. I killed the girl I love, you see, because she would not marry me. The very next day, about half past four. The sheriff's men knocked at my door He said, young man, come now and go Down to the banks of the Ohio Only say that you'll be mine In our home we'll happy be Down beside Waters flow on the banks of the Ohio. That's just beautiful, man. <laughs> oh man, a, that is a good. That's a great old bluegrass too. <laughs> actually, is a good song. I, I, yeah. It is. I thought that'd be cool. We're literally like a block from the Ohio River, and so we are that's on right, the banks yeah. of the Ohio. Yeah, so, we really uh, are. Uh, anyway, we could we could almost see it out of this window if there wasn't another building there. But you know, uh, uh, did you ever go to IBMA when it was in Owensboro? I did not. No. Oh man, so I've been there. I've been to the museum where. It yeah, used to be. yeah. Um, so they used to do it over in English Park in Owensboro, and they had a uh, uh, like a built-in concrete amphitheater, which is where they did it, and they uh, it's literally the backdrop of the stage is the river. So, you know, that was one of the many cool things about IBMA being in, in a, uh, Owensboro was that it was on the banks of the Ohio. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's cool. just, yeah, it was a very cool scene. Very yeah, cool scene. That is pretty neat. I know where I live in Ballard County is on the confluence where the Ohio and the Mississippi run together. And there's a big giant cross there in Wycliffe and um, it sits up on the hill. You know, you can see Missouri and Illinois and Kentucky and, Mm -hmm. and both rivers. And I just thought it's so, I would think it'd be so cool to have a a bluegrass festival up on that hill. So, um, you know, anybody that's traveled from uh, uh, Western Kentucky over to Missouri, You've probably been on the the two bridges that cross yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, you cross from out of uh, Kentucky uh, into Cairo, Illinois, not Cairo, but Cairo, Illinois, yep. and uh, then you get on, uh, you know, that that other bridge that takes you over into Missouri, uh, mm-hmm. and those are the scariest bridges. <laughs> and yep. I used to have to drive a bus over them because we would go that way. Uh, whenever I was driving for Rhonda and mm-hmm. we would, you know, that was 
never fun. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I've been over them since I was a little kid, but I could not imagine driving a bus over them. They're so narrow. You they know, are, so. man. And you you got to know that every time I've ever done it, I have met a truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a it's a major thoroughway for semis from mm-hmm. coming from Missouri in the in the Midwest, you know, uh, you know, to towards Nashville or St. Louis or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they're of, taking the old Route sixty, yep, a lot of people come through that way for sure. So. We uh, we ended up going all the way up to St. Louis and coming down instead of uh, yeah. trying to go across there. You know, it, yeah. Well, they're working on redoing those, so hopefully that'll get done soon. Yeah, next yeah. fifteen years or so. So we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> Well, good job picking that song, man. So when you put the capo on there, so you play the song in the key of F, and um, do you retune always when you put a, put the capo on? Just kind of double check it, or how do you normally do that? So uh, it's really easy to um, tighten the capo more than you know than you should, really. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to get it too loose either, and that's one thing I learned from Tony uh, Tony Rice was. Um, you you want to put it like almost on top of the fret, okay. And when you do that, you don't have to tighten it down very much, right? But uh, a lot of people don't do that. Um, the thing is, is most of the time, if you put a capo on, especially like the you know the bluegrass style capos, the McKinney shape, the uh, uh, Elliot's, you know, those types mm-hmm. of things that lock down on your guitar, you know, and then right. you crank the back up. Right. Um, it's real easy to get those tight, and they will pull the guitar sharp a little bit if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, so almost inevitably every time, um, the B string, your second string, is going to be just a hair sharp. Okay. When you put the capo on especially. Uh, but Kenny Ingram, uh, when I was playing music with him, he would always tell me that, hey, there will be no B strings in heaven. Mm-hmm. So we won't ever have to worry about those things being out of tune. <laughs> but um, so basically what I would do is um, I would just kind of take my finger on top of that string and just push it down to stretch it a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. without actually like tuning the guitar. Oh, I would okay. just like push on it like this, right. you know. But uh, um, if you crank it down too much, it will pull the entire guitar sharp. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, it's got a, it's a fine line there on how much you tighten it. You know, you kind of yes. got to figure that out because, like you said, too loose, you're going to get some fret buzz, and mm-hmm. too tight, it's going to pull everything sharp. So. Yeah, you get that when yeah. you don't have it tight enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, when you get it right up there on top of that fret, like so, and you just pull it down a little bit. You know, so I mean, it's it just it makes it play a lot easier. It's you know, you're not pulling it sharp, you're not mm-hmm. having to retune all the time. But the only time I will actually tune when I put a capo on is if I'm in the studio. Oh, you know, okay. and then you know, you you kind of do things out of the ordinary, right. you know, to make different. yeah to make things work like that. Right. But, uh, well, that's awesome. That's a great tip uh, right there, folks. So we'll um, we'll put a picture of uh, how Josh places his capo um, 
on our Facebook page, so you can check us out, the Hometown Bluegrass Show on Facebook. Yeah. And keep up with all pictures and videos and cool things that we do behind the scenes. Uh, it's a magic, you yeah, know. Yeah, there is so much There's we so do much magic. It's crazy. I mean, you would not believe. So you have to get on there and check it out for yourself. So. Oh, you wouldn't believe it if you yeah. saw it. Oh, I know. Josh hiding under Afghans and all kind of stuff. So <laughs> try to make the sound better. Well, most of the time when we're doing this, y'all, it's just me and Tim in a room somewhere, and you know, I'm, he's boring. So I gotta exactly. do, you know, I mean, I gotta do stuff to, to, you know, kind of make myself laugh, and inevitably <laughs> it ends up making Tim laugh, and we have a good time. There you go. I'm, that's it. I'm recording the next one with my out my shirt. <laughs> well, as long as you don't. You know, you keep your pants on this time. I'll think about it. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Well, y'all don't go anywhere. Hey, uh, we talked about Cutter and Cash and the Kentucky Grass. We're at the, the Kentucky Opry last weekend. We talked to them before they took the stage. And uh, and these kids are, are great musicians, great singers, and they have some funny stories about Miss Jeannie Seeley and, and how kind of they got their start. And so uh, they're coming up with that interview. So you stay tuned, and we're going to talk to Cutter and Cash and Kentucky Grass right after this. Puckett's Jewelry in Benton, Kentucky has been a trusted choice for fine jewelry that will last a lifetime and help you celebrate life's most precious moments. The new owners, Bart and Hannah Lewis, are excited to continue the Puckett's Jewelry legacy in Marshall County and are proud to support bluegrass music. Puckett's Jewelry on the square in Benton, Kentucky. Visit them online at PucketsJewelry.com. The Duck Blind, located in Barlow, Kentucky, is your neighborhood restaurant, bar, and grill. Stop by and try their burgers, the shotgun fixings, the greenhead taco salad, or the pintail pizza. They also are a full-service spirit store with a drive-thru. It's a great family atmosphere with live music on the back patio. The Duck Blind Bar and Grill in Barlow, Kentucky. The Lake House Inn at Sled Creek has undergone complete renovation in 2023. Our outdoor space is unlike any other at Kentucky Lake. With two in-ground pools, 18 rooms, and four cabins, we're just a stone's throw away from Kentucky Dam. If you're looking to make memories with your family, this nostalgic inn is for you. Welcome to your Lake House, where modern meets rustic and becomes home. Reserve online at lakehouseinn.com. Uh, we are actually on the stage of the Kentucky Opry here in Draftonville, Kentucky, with our guest tonight. So it's a little bit different situation, but they're going to be playing tonight. I'm with formerly known as Classy and Grassy. Uh, it's Cutter and Cash and the Kentucky Grass. How you doing, guys? Well, had it to you, Tim. Thank you for so much for having yes, us sir. on. Thank you. Good, good to be here. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you all so much for being here. So I am with the Jackson Purchase Friends of Bluegrass, and we have a monthly bluegrass night here at the Kentucky Opry, the first Friday of every month. And so you guys have played with us before, but um, every year we love to have you guys back, and uh, uh, so we're excited you're going to be here tonight. Well, we playing. appreciate you all doing that because that keeps bluegrass in the area here, and that, I think that's something that we need. You know, I do appreciate that. Well, that's that's our mission and our goal as Jackson Purchase <laughs> is to try to keep uh, bluegrass alive and well in this area, so... That's definitely what we're here for. But uh, 
So you guys have been busy. Y'all been just got back from Florida. Um, tell me a little <laughs> bit about what's been going on so far this year. Oh, we like it like that. We like it busy, and boy, we have so much fun with it, you know. Yeah. But we were at Spigma down there at Nashville to Music City Sheraton, and boy, that's always fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting together and picking and doing all that sort of thing, and played down there at the Cody Norris show, did their showcase room. And had a huge crowd, big turnouts. That was great. They yeah. won all kinds of awards. Oh, yeah. They won every award imaginable <laughs> down there. I was, I was down there Saturday and went to the award show. And, I mean, uh, I heard their name after everyone. Seven awards, That's I think right. they won. That's right. So. so good for them. We're proud to, proud to know them. And they've sure helped us out a whole lot. Well, good. Great so, folks. Oh, they are. And we're going to be on their... Down at Mountain City. Yes, well, they, uh, they have a big backyard bluegrass show there at their house there in, in Mountain City. And some more details will be coming out of that from their Facebook page and their website, and of course ours too. Oh, cool. So we're excited about that. That'll be coming up before too long. But boy, I was in Florida, you know, Miami, worked down there. Oh, I bet that was a rough Every, trip. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it was, it was so bad. Did y'all play in your bathing suits? Or? <laughs> we could have. It was about 85 degrees. It was oh, all right. Lord. It I don't was know if I want right. to see Cash in a bathing suit. No, I mean, no, no. No, I don't either. Maybe a Speedo or something. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, we were down there, Everglades Bluegrass Festival, right there in the middle of the Everglades, which is kind of meets up there in Miami, and it was mm-hmm. literally right downtown North Miami Beach, so it was real neat. Wow. And we went over to Sarasota, worked a big community church there, so that was a whole lot of fun. We yeah. enjoyed that. We'd always like to do those churches, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, that, those are always a blessing to do for sure. So, well, it's amazing to me, you guys, um, you play a lot of gigs, you, you're just... Um, you know, you're 15, right? 17. 17. Cash is... I'm 14. 14. Brennan's the old man in the group. <laughs> 33. So he's 33. <laughs> so uh, you got a fiddle player, guitar player, and they're younger than... Or about y'all's age, aren't Yeah, they're a little so, bit younger than y'all. Yeah, so, uh, you know, kind of a younger group, I guess you'd say. But um, always a crowd favorite. That's what I've noticed. Wherever y'all play... You just draw the crowd. I mean, well, what do you think about that. Cutter and Cash and the Kentucky Grass that does that? What do you think? <laughs> well, what do you think it is? I mean, well, you know, I, I think it's we care so much. You know, we really enjoy this music. We, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing this, of course, you know, to, to make a go at it as career-wise. But this is just plain old fun to us. We're mm-hmm. just getting up there and having just a, a big ball up there. Yeah. But I think there's just as much of importance of. of presenting the music as well as just playing it. And right. so, you know, we always try to look our best and, and put on a good show because yeah. people don't only want to hear music, they want to see a show. And so that's right. what we try our best to do. I well, think that's important. Well, I agree. You're you're not only musicians and great musicians and great singers, but you're entertainers, and that's what people <laughs> like to see. You well, know, I appreciate so. that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you, you know, I've watched you guys it. for years. Of course, we, uh, we're, we live close to each other. You know, I live in Ballard County. You guys live in Livingston uh, County yeah. in Marion. So we're not too far apart, and we see each other a lot. So... Um, so that's cool to see, but you guys are entertainers, and you and I really admire your um, admiration for the the music and the genre itself. So you don't just <laughs> sing the music; you kind of almost live the parts. Well, and we try our best to. Yes, sir. We do. We care that much about it. Yeah. We, we really do love bluegrass. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Cash, tell me, uh, you the big mandolin player, do a lot of singing. <laughs> So, uh, what's your favorite part about playing all this all this music all the time? I guess the people we meet. I love the people we meet, yeah. and just how or where we go, and the, seeing the new places. And to be honest with you, I love the traveling. Do you? Just in the van, I, I really like it. Well, I imagine so. It get you out of school. That's mostly, right. right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, so tra- you guys do a lot of traveling. I guess this year 
You have even a lot more dates booked, right, than the previous years? We or? worked about 70 shows last year. Last year was 70 shows. That's a good number for us. You Is know? it? That's we, where we you like try to be at? Well, we like to be as many as we can, but you know, yeah. they, we get a steady increase every year. And, that's yeah. what we and, and we're branching out mm-hmm. mileage-wise farther this year. I guess we're going the farthest out this year than we've ever gone. Yes, yes. So great, great stuff coming ahead. You know, yeah. we're excited. Well, tell me how you got hooked up, connected with whatever uh, Miss Jeannie Seeley. How did that come about? Well, that's kind of an interesting story. One of my favorites to tell. Of course, I'm a huge fan of the Grand Ole Opry. Ever since I heard what what music was, you know, mm-hmm. and figured out what I wanted to do, and figured out what a part that the Grand Ole Opry has played in, in bluegrass. But not only bluegrass, but all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. So whenever you look at that, you start looking at the stars that play there. And I've always loved Jeannie Seeley. I always loved those records she had with Jack Green, you know, and she and her own records were great too. But I never really thought we'd get the chance to not only know her, but have her as a producer. And so what an honor that that is. It really is. We, we're proud to have that. So uh, we were at the Midnight Jamboree in Nashville. And uh-huh. worked down there. We, we was, uh, Rhonda, Vincent was getting inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. And so we went down to see Rhonda because Rhonda had kind of, uh, you know, reached out to us and kind of got us you know hooked right. in with her and right. she's been kind of helping us a little bit and we do appreciate everything yeah. she's done for us because she really has helped us well you played with her one time yes, didn't you went to florida with her to fill in on the dobro That's so that right. was a huge help you know so we went down there to support her and go see her because that was a huge deal and mm-hmm. we wanted to be part of that history you know mm-hmm. so did that and outside uh out here comes Jeannie. You know, she come in there that slipped in the side door right as soon as her show was starting at the Midnight Jamboree and jumped up there and sang their song, I'm All Through Crying Over You. They had a duet on that one. And so they got up there and, and did that, and I thought, here's my chance, because she left. She was leaving out the door. Here's my chance to meet her. So went outside, me and Cash went out there, and I said, Miss Celia, is there any way I can get a picture with you? And she said, well, sure, you know. She absolutely just loved that. So... We, we got her picture taken. She said, uh, she said you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit about what we did and some of those questions I had I always wanted to ask her. Mm-hmm. Well, we matter of fact, we were booked on a show together at Lincoln Jamboree up in Hodgesville, Kentucky, and got a really good chance to know her then, you know, yeah. because we were right there backstage together. And she sent us a song on Christmas. That was just a few months later. And it was Call of Kentucky that she had wrote, and the Osborne brothers did it, but she actually wrote it for Mr. Bill Monroe. Yeah. So kind of a neat story there, too. And so she called me. She said, uh, what if we went in studio, you know? And we, we went down there to see uh, Junior, Junior Brown. Brown. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is kind of a funny story, too. <laughs> went to see Junior Brown's uh, Ernest Tubb steel guitar player. He was Mr. a doctor that night. Len Owsley knew Junior, and they were supposed to be working a show down there in Nashville, and he, so he invited us down. Mm-hmm. Well, Junior got tied up sound check at the opera. He wasn't able to come over to do the show. So, uh, we had Mr. Gene Ward, Jeannie's husband, down there, and he said, well, I said, let's go out and eat. We ain't got nothing else to do. So, we went and ate, and we went to well, we went to Cock of the Walk, and left Cock of the Walk with a, with a recording, and so it was pretty oh, neat. So, wow. we went to Hilltop just a few months later, and, and, and got us an EP on the way now. So, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's say so. That's pretty it's neat. definitely a God thing. Yeah. You know, well, we're that's, proud. Right. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, um... I have to ask, um, your latest single just came out. It's probably one of the most popular country songs in the history of country music. How in the world did Cutter and Cash get to cut Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow to Be Cowboys? Well, Cash. Tell us, Cash. Well, um, we were coming home from, let's see, where was it? Well, Williamson County Williamson Fair. Williamson County Fair. We were Franklin. coming home from the van, and 
we were all together, and Cutter gets a phone call. It's from Jeannie. And she said, Cutter, I've got this crazy idea. What if we cut Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys? And we all looked at each other like, Ooh, this will never work. This will never work. Because, <laughs> I mean, never. you don't think about no. it as a bluegrass song. Oh, you know? I know, yeah. But, of course, being Jenny Seeley, we all said, yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> yes, great. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Exactly right. <laughs> so, I guess it was about a month later, we went, we went back in the studio, and we cut Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys and fell in love with it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't convinced on a song until we practiced it. We practiced yeah. it, got together, fixing to go in the studio that week. So we sat down there at the Goebbels' house, Lily and Noah, their, their parents' house, sat down there and sat in the living room. And boy, on them first two or three notes, everything just clicked. It <laughs> just it. fell together. Well, I can tell you, when I first heard you were going to do it, and the first time I listened to it, I was a little skeptical. I thought, I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> but I was very impressed how, well, I appreciate uh, that. like, Cash's part, oh, you, know, he had, you. you know, he came in on a little bit. I don't know, like you didn't go up like Willie, but you kind of came in, you know, you just got to listen to the we song. We had to rework it. Yeah, the, the it's composition. some tenor parts in there, which is, it, it's a little funky. Yeah. And the, the overall recording quality of it, I, I thought, turned out really well. And I think that was our third time back in the studio, so we we, you were a we knew more. what to expect. And, and, right. and they're so great at the Hilltop Studios down there yeah. uh, to John work Nicholson. with. John Nicholson. Yeah, yeah I mean, they... They, the oldest still functioning studio in Nashville. Oh, really? And so what an honor it is to be able to record there. You know, everybody in the world, you name but them, you, everybody from, from well, Bill Monroe recorded some stuff there, the Osler Brothers, all the way to Jerry Springer. You know, it just kind of <laughs> neat how, how many people, Dolly Parton's done some work there. Yeah. So what an honor it is. But yeah. you kind of feel at home whenever you're down there. It's just got that kind of relaxing feel to it in there, you know. Yeah. It was fun. Well, was I bet. I mean, that's pretty pretty neat. Uh, and uh, it is on. You know, you you know, you folks go check them out. That that song is on Spotify and Apple Music. I double checked today. On every streaming and, platform yeah. you can think so of. So go check it out and stream it. Download it to your device and uh, and listen to it because it's uh, it's a really neat cut of that song. So. Well, we like I said, we're literally on the stage here at the Kentucky Opry tonight. So you're, you're going to hear some mic bangs and some different things. We got Chris Rogers, our sound engineer, setting up, and he's banging around and stuff. And uh, we, yeah, see, so we uh, we're happy to have him running sound tonight. And so uh, this is raw as it gets, but uh, that's what bluegrass music's all that's about. Exactly you know? right. We we're not uh, trying to be all professional. We we're not in the Hilltop Studio recording this. So we're, we're raw dogging it tonight, baby. So, uh, but Brennan, is it, uh, is, do you feel like sometimes almost like you got to reel these boys in sometimes, or is, is their mom Shelly around a lot to do that? Oh, she's or? around most of the time to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. they're, they're not bad most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. When they're asleep, they're pretty it's good. Always yeah. Cash. Yeah, you, it's always yeah, cash. Yeah, cash is always one that gets the bad But rap. whenever Brennan gets on to us, we know we really need to be That's quiet. Right. Oh. That's right. So Brennan speaks, everybody That's listens. Right. Right. That's right. Anytime anything happens, it's in the van. They're, they're good in public and yeah. on stage and all that, but right. if it happens, it's going to be in the van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when Cash will start snoring and falling yeah, asleep. And stuff, yeah, right? yeah. So tell the folks, we're, you know, your fiddle player, your guitar player is not here. Uh, there will be soon. Yeah, they'll be here for the show tonight. So tell us their names and um, accolades. Well, on, on guitar is Miss Lily Goble. She does a fine job singing and picking guitar. She's 16 years old, and we're awful proud to have her. She yeah. does a real good job. She's a fine piano player, she's too. a great piano player. And yodeler. Yes. Well, if we don't get to use the piano a whole lot. Right. Yeah, she no doubt. She does a good job. Plays church every Sunday. She's a 
first oh, piano player. Cool. But Noah, he's a Kentucky State, Tennessee State, Alabama State, Georgia State, and Grand Master of the Nation champion. So he played the Grand Ole Opry three times. He's done some great things to only be wow. 14 years old. Why don't you old. just mention the states he hadn't won? <laughs> that might have been a shorter list. Goodness gracious. But he's, well, I, we're all proud to have him. Oh, you know, I've he heard him. He's a wonderful am, job. Yeah, he's amazing. And That's fine I heard job. the first time y'all were together kind of, I don't know, two or th- how long have the, this configuration been together? Three years? Been two years? together about two and a half years. Two and a half years, okay. First time I heard you to the last time I've heard you, I could tell, you know, and I'm sure you're going to get better and better. So it's. That's what impressed me so much about Noah, especially. You know, every time you hear him, he's always been good. I mm-hmm. think he just, whenever he picked up Phil the first time, he played it just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always good. Yeah. But. Every time I hear him, it seems like he gets just that much better, you yeah. know, which, which it really impresses me so much. Either but learn something new or a new style or something like that. And yeah. he's just got that ability to just fall into whatever the situation is and, which we and like figure to it do out. Which stuff kind of off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. the, whole, the whole show was Keep off the cuff. Toes. Yeah, I've seen your show before. You're always calling out stuff and changing keys and stuff. Oh, so. yeah. Mess with cash bad. That's right. Know. That's right. <laughs> lots of key changes. Yeah, lots of key changes. So well, let's do this one in E right here. Well, well, we've always done that in B, but that'd be all right. Let's go, you know, so... But uh, well, that's cool. Well, we're we're excited to have y'all tonight. We're hoping for a big crowd tonight. We, you guys always bring in a big crowd, and uh, and with it being beautiful weather here in Western Kentucky tonight around the lakes area, I I bet we're gonna have a lot of people here. So. I hope so. We're, we're hoping so. so. I hope so too. Well, we're gonna let you guys pick one here. Uh, we're gonna uh, just take a quick break, and then we're, we're gonna let you guys pick a little bit of your new single uh, for the folks. And give them a little taste of what that's like, and. Uh, Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Thank I you really so much. appreciate Thank you. your time so much. Here. Thanks for being Let's on the ball. All right. Well, Let's thanks so much. Let's have a little bit of mamas. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That sounds good. You're listening to the Hometown Bluegrass Show. to the hometown bluegrass show we're so thankful for cutter and cash and kentucky grass for taking a few minutes before the show and uh, talking with us and uh, i hope you enjoyed that interview those those kids put on the show didn't they josh well they sure did yeah it was really fun to watch and i love their banter back and forth you know the, the two lead <laughs> singers are brothers and and they're young i mean they're very young cutters like i think 17 and cash i think is 
14 maybe in uh, something like that yeah 13 14 yeah, so it's it's really cool to see them banner back and forth and and the fact that they just re-recorded one of the most popular country songs in the history of country music i mean mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys bluegrass style i mean mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool you know so we played a short uh short version of that for you guys a while ago and um it's uh, that we just had them play a verse and a chorus on stage and um, before the show and give you a taste of what it sounded like. So go yeah. uh, check out their new single. That uh, song uh, of theirs is on um, Spotify and, and Apple uh, Music. And so go stream that and download it for them boys, and uh, they'll appreciate it, I'm sure. So I wonder if uh, uh, Ed Bruce uh, ever thought that that song would be con- – cut bluegrass i don't know but when i heard it was going to be bluegrass and i thought oh how is this going to sound like i was real skeptical (laughs) but i think they did a pretty good um version of it yeah i mean there's definitely a good version of it you know i mean i've never heard a bad version of that song i I mean it's a great song but i just wonder assuming that ed wrote it i didn't really look that part up but i know that he had the first recording of it so i just assumed that uh that he wrote that yeah well it is a great song and like you've said before on this podcast you know great music is great music you know absolutely no matter what and 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 we'll we'll end with this but uh we haven't talked about this but the other night my wife and i watched um the documentary about the making of the song we are the world Oh, yes. And I don't know if you've had a chance to see that or not on Netflix, but um, I mean, if you're a child of the 80s, I mean, this is really, really cool. The whole story of how Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson got together, wrote the song, and then the behind-the-scenes footage of all these amazing artists in the room recording it and how it was all kept a secret – it's it's really cool. I mean, yeah. the song gets stuck in your head for hours and hours afterwards, but it's it, it is a really if, cool story. If you were anybody in in the music business, be it rock, pop, country, I think even there might have been a couple of some folks well, in that, there. Yeah, that's what Willie Nelson uh, was a part of it. Uh, I know that's what made me think about that was when you mentioned Willie. Um. If if you had if you were a well known name you were there that day and you were performing I know uh uh you know getting to see all of those guys that was one of my favorite videos yeah because it was just them in the studio yeah. this was the music video and each person had a different yeah. line you know yeah and, it was cool and this whole documentary talks about it and shows it and it shows all the scenes and and there was three there was only three country artists in this thing Kenny Rogers. Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings. But oh, the, I forgot Waylon was well, in it. Well, one of the funny things about it, Waylon started out in it. Well, Stevie Wonder <laughs> decided halfway through he wanted to sing one of the choruses or something. He thought everybody should do it in Swahili, which he thought was like the native language of Africa. I don't know the whole story, but so they were trying to figure out how to sing this in Swahili. Waylon said, I don't sing Swahili. I'm out. Waylon, <laughs> Waylon walks out of the studio and said, oh my I ain't gosh, doing it. I ain't singing in Swahili. That's funny. Oh, it was typical Waylon, but it was, it was cool. But the that whole is. story you got to see is just really, really cool. I'll tell you one other quick thing, and then we'll we'll go. But the they had this sick, the sound. Everybody kept hearing during the recording. They're like, where is that coming from? They can't. We can't figure this out. 
Come to find out, it was Cindy Lopper's jewelry. Was oh, pick, the yeah, mic yeah, was yeah, picking yeah. it up. And that's uh, right. So she finally took off all her necklaces and earrings and everything. Bracelets and she sang and, yeah. her part with Huey Lewis. And uh, it was just so cool. But I'd highly recommend that had nothing to do with bluegrass, but like you said, good music is good music. Good music is good music. And that song is still to this day uh, really making a difference in the world. So. It really is. And what a great. Just, I mean, just, what a great melody. Oh, I know. We are know. the world. Yep. We and, are the children. And Lionel and Michael uh, wrote the song, and uh, they were trying to get, and Stevie Wonder was supposed to join them. They couldn't get in touch with Stevie. <laughs> Stevie wouldn't return their call. Oh, my god. So Lionel and Michael ended up writing the song, and uh, the whole thing is just cool. Yeah. You got to watch it. It's really neat. Yeah. So, But like I said, good music is good music, and bluegrass music is good music, and it's my favorite. So I know it's yours, too. So. Absolutely. But, but uh, when you grew up in the 80s, you know. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there was just, that was, that was a changing point in music, especially uh, uh, what is considered to be pop music. Yeah. You know, back then it yeah. was uh, much different than it is now. Yeah, you know? but, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. And my still to this day, my favorite singer of all time, and probably always will be is Steve Perry. Oh my gosh! And he, yes, and just to hear him, the one line he sang in this song, mm-hmm. it, it just gave me goosebumps every time I saw it on the documentary. And he just—he's the greatest to me that'll ever be. I saw a uh, a live thing on Facebook of Journey back in the heyday when they were playing, mm-hmm. and they did, of course, they did just you know, uh, don't stop believing. Yeah, and. I don't know if it was enhanced or ran through anything. It didn't sound like it. Um, he never hit a bad note. No. He was never off at all. Mm-hmm. He was never a little sharp, never a little flat. It was just every night was just amazing. Yeah. He's what pure. a singer, man. He's pure. One of the greats. So, well, we're... We do this with one of the greats too, my buddy Josh Williams, Gosh, and we're uh, we have a good time with this. So uh, it is. This is fun. I appreciate a you a lot, we, Tim. We appreciate you guys joining us here on the Hometown Bluegrass Show and down on the banks of the Ohio at Allen Music Shop. Dot Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. You right bet. Thanks, right. y'all. been a Bats Creative Audio production.